Imagine being able to completely, wholeheartedly, with ultimate confidence, know how to grow your business without doing any courses, training, watching YouTube videos, or listening to podcasts, or from just learning to scale your business the right way, internally. Hi. I'm Joe Krause, host of the Buying Online Business Podcast, and in this episode, I'm doing a solo podcast on the only three ways that you should scale any SaaS or membership business. In this podcast episode, we specifically talk about why you don't need to do marketing on all of the channels. Maybe you don't even need to do marketing on any channels at all, which I realized with one of my clients, which we were able to double his business within 12 months. We also talk about how to focus on, instead of just marketing and acquiring customers, how you can keep your members for longer and how to provide a better product or a service rather than relying on throwing more dollars into the business just through marketing, working on retention and what's involved with retention. We also talk about what you can do to throw fuel on the fire once you've sorted your retention issues out and only throw fuel on the fire with having complete confidence that you're going to get a result. We also talk about how to automate your business and how you can do that and why you should be doing that to allow your business to grow. So this is such a valuable episode. If you own a SaaS business or a membership business or are about to or own any business, a lot of these philosophies and strategies that I teach you are really good ways to grow any business. But specifically plugged into a SaaS business or a membership business, it will help these businesses really thrive. Let's dive in. Do you want to build or grow your content website? Niche website builders have helped hundreds of people to take their content websites from a few hundred dollars per month to over tens of thousands of dollars per month with crafted content creation, buying age domains and link building strategies. These strategies have helped people increase their traffic, authority, monthly earnings, and their website valuation too. Head to nichewebsite.builders forward slash B-O-B forward slash to get 10% off any link building or 10% more from their content creation services. That's nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob forward slash. I'll put a link in the description too. Cool, let's dive into how to scale a SaaS or membership business. Firstly, I must let you know that I'm actually qualified to talk about this. I'm not just talking about this because I want to throw some content out there just for the sake of it. I've actually got experience helping people scale their businesses, SaaS and membership businesses to the five figures, into the six figures and into the seven figure range as well. This is going to be value based on what I've learned and how I've helped other people scale their SaaS and membership businesses. The first thing first is a classic uh, and you've probably heard it all before, but knowing your numbers, I'm drumming this into you because you've heard other people talk about it, but not too many people actually tell you which numbers you need to know. So with the SaaS or membership business, there's a few key metrics that you really should be following. First up, you should be looking at how long your members are actually staying in your membership. What we call this is your retention rate, which is absolutely critical. You also want to be knowing how much they paid right and how much how long they've stayed for and how much they're paid so you can work out their CLTV which stands for customer lifetime value some other people have different acronyms it's CLT for other people but just knowing how much they spend in the life cycle they're with you and how long they're actually with you is very very valuable 
because to know their customer lifetime value and then the next metric which I'm gonna tell you that you need to know is the CPA, the cost per acquisition. How much does it cost you to acquire a customer? When you work out what your CPA is, how much it costs you to acquire a customer and then you also know your customer lifetime value. You can work out what your profit margin is there uh, before you you know, take off all your other expenses that you may have in your SaaS or membership business. So it's really, really important to know those metrics. If you're not following those metrics, make sure you start tracking them. It's also important to track other metrics as well uh, with our SaaS and membership businesses. I'm talking about the conversions that you may be getting on your ads, um, your email marketing conversions, uh, tracking your content production, tracking your assets such as your social assets and your channels and how large they're growing and what you actually can pull from those and, and, and you know the correlation of how much followers or views and that and then how much revenue you're actually making from that as well, which are, which are important things depending on the business. It's all very, very different depending on how you're marketing your business, but you know, tracking your marketing is, is quite important. To scale uh, a business, a SaaS or membership business, people are usually thinking about, let's just dive into marketing. Let's get into marketing and uh, and, and just start crushing it and, and buying a bunch of customers or putting out content. But that's not, the, that's not the first place to start when we want to scale a SaaS or membership business. The first place we should start, other than knowing your numbers, is to work on your retention first, retaining your customers or your clients. Now, there's a few ways that we can do this. The reason we want to retain our clients is because the longer they're in there, the more money you can make and the better service you can provide them. The first thing that you can do to do this is have a really, really exceptional onboarding sequence. So what is an onboarding sequence? What does it look like? An onboarding sequence is when somebody decides to join your software, your SaaS product, uh, or your membership, make them feel extra special by welcoming them in to your service and, and also letting them know that what they can get from your service, from your membership, where they can go away and find all the things that are of value. You don't want to just spend all this time, effort and energy acquiring customers through content marketing and, and using your own money with paid ads to get somebody in and just let them work it out on their own. That's not a very good experience. Just like with content websites and all these different types of businesses where you need to be thinking about the experience that people have when they're inside our, our service. Right, our SaaS product, using our SaaS product or our membership. So make sure that you put your best foot forward as soon as they come in, onboard them very, very well, show them where everything is, show them how much support you're you're providing them, how to get in contact with you uh, in terms of support, which is really, really important. I'll come back to support very, very shortly. So make sure you've got a good onboarding sequence and they know how to actually use your tool, how to use your membership to get a result. If you don't do this well enough, then they going to leave and not get the result they want and they're going to blame it on you. Uh, and sometimes I should say rightly so, if you don't have a good onboarding sequence, if you don't know you've spent all this time and effort building this business and you can't show people how to get results, then it's just a real shame. So make sure you have that onboarding sequence and on, on, it doesn't need to be a sequence. It can be a system and depending on what type of business that you're running, make sure that you're updating them with what they can do, how they can get results and where they can find the, the trainings or the tools or the, what they need to do to get those results. Secondly, on retention is asking for feedback. 
Feedback is the most valuable thing in business and life. And I love feedback. Some people are actually scared to ask for negative feedback. In fact, I think negative feedback is positive feedback because it equips you with knowing what you need to do to propel your business forward or propel yourself forward in your life. Uh, and it's not just negative. You know, maybe I shouldn't call it negative. It's, const- it's constructive right? Constructive feedback. So how do we get feedback? We ask people for feedback, ask our members. So what I think you can do and some ways that you can do this is you can just reach out to them via email and you can ask them, hey, how do you like this? What's better? Do you like this this part of the SaaS tool versus this part? Which part is easier to use? And you can start dialogue and communication that way. You can do it through email. Another really cool way to uh, get feedback is to ask people to fill out a survey or a form. Surveys are, nobody wants to fill out a survey (laughs) usually. So you can reframe it and use different wordings, but you can give them a a feedback form, which is, and put it under the light that it's going to be very valuable for them, which it is, uh, to give you feedback to make the product better so they can get better results with less work or easier, um, less time, whatever it is. Ask for feedback. Now, if people you're finding people won't actually fill out a feedback form, then you can dangle a carrot and offer them a free product or offer them an upgrade or give them some extra coaching or some an extra service, some extra training, whatever it is. So this is super, super valuable. And if you own a SaaS business or a membership business, I believe it's worth doing this at least once per year, depending on what your churn rate is, your retention rate, which we talked about before. You want to be ensuring that every year or constantly your updating and and upping your business and your service and your product to ensure people do want to stay. So every single year, you're just working on retention and keeping people in, right? If people tell you what they want and what they need to get the results and you give it to them, why would they leave? This is what retention is all about. So let's just ask for feedback to be able to retain customers. Uh, It's going to help us make more money, but it's going to help them get better results as well. So feedback form for the win. Another way to get feedback is to ask people, once they've decided to leave your SaaS product or your membership, ask them why. Why did you leave? Is it just due to timing? You no longer need the service. But the main thing you'd be looking for really is value. Like what what were they missing? What do they what are they looking for that they didn't get? All right. So looking for that from their feedback when people leave and just reaching out to them and say, Oh, I'm sorry, so sorry to see you go. What you know, what have what could we have done better to to give you a better product or a service? And that is one really good way to ensure that understand why people are leaving so you can you know if that's a hole in plumbing you can plug that up and and, and resolve that leak so people just aren't leaking out uh, and you know you're doing them a disservice and they're going to your competitors so ask people don't be afraid to ask if you don't ask you don't know so retention that is after working out our numbers so working out numbers then we move on to retention before we move on to the big the big one that everyone likes to talk about and everyone likes to focus on uh, and that is acquiring clients is is marketing the reason I put these in order this way is because if you go away and start doing marketing and you can spend a lot of money pushing people into your SaaS or membership business and you don't know what your numbers are and you don't know uh, how to increase you know uh, retain more people 
in your membership, then people, you'll spend all this money, time, effort on putting everything into marketing and people will be leaking out because you, and you don't know why. So fix up these holes, fix up the plumbing to make sure that everything is watertight and you're putting your best foot forward with these onboarding sequences and all that sort of stuff to ensure that people are going to get the best results. And so, yeah, because that's what in marketing, marketing is Essentially, it's it's an experiment on how you can acquire customers the, the cheapest way possible while still getting qualified and quality leads. So moving into marketing. First things first is don't try a heap of different places to go away and do different, you know, do marketing on all these different channels because this is what people do is they go away and they hear a podcast or a YouTube video or some expert talking about how they've made 50 gazillion dollars in three and a half minutes on TikTok or YouTube or whatever it is. And then as a business owner, people go, oh my God, this opportunity is untapped. I need to start doing marketing there. I need to start doing content marketing and paid ads and all that sort of stuff on that channel or these different channels because this is where people are getting the best results. No, 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 no. This is a huge, huge fault that so many businesses make. They preoccupy their time, energy, effort, and money into these areas and different marketing platforms and marketing strategies that may actually not get them the result. So what should you do instead? Similar to what I was saying before with having good client retention is ask for feedback. So when people come and join your SaaS product, your service, or when you're talking to them or working with them or at some stage in your membership, ask them for feedback and ask them where they found out about your your tool, your product, your service, or your membership. And that's, you know, then you can start to collect data and get, you know, take that feedback and that's a bunch of data that you can use to understand, oh, what, where are people coming from? How are they discovering this business and moving into becoming a, a member or a client? That's a very important thing to do. I'll give you an example of why this is critical and how this worked for one of my clients, Kyle. Kyle owned a uh, membership business. We built it up, doubled it within 12 years and, and, and sold it. Now with Kyle's membership business, when he bought it, he's like, I'm going to just, the person who owned this business, Jared, has no blog and is getting no search engine traffic or basically no search engine traffic. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a bunch of content uh, and a blog uh, to get search engine traffic and get traffic and, and you know build the business now this is a lot of what i teach is building content sites and but it's not right for every single person and every single business and i said to Carl, hang on a second we can't just do that we're starting something that's basically like starting something from scratch what we need to do is we need to we need to do something else we need to work out where all the clients are or all the members that you have where they came from and you can do this through the way of getting feedback or if you just bought a business then you can ask the previous seller and say how did you know you get all these people? Where do they come from? What sort of thing did you do to get marketing and to get them into uh, becoming a client? So we found out that all the traffic and all the uh, members had come from affiliates who had sold his membership as an affiliate and earned a commission. So that's what we did is we went all in and built a system around how to reach out to more affiliates, get more affiliates. He didn't run that system. We hired somebody else to run that system and we built the business based off what was already working. Uh, and if we had have gone to down the route of getting traffic from content, it would have taken a lot longer 
then a year to double the business, which we did through the method that we chose based on feedback, it would have taken so much longer and we still wouldn't have been guaranteed results knowing how much traffic we needed to get to take them from traffic to also a lead as well and then a sale. So don't just go away and have this thing of, I need to go and do what everybody else is doing or this has worked for their business and it's a similar similar business model or it's a membership business, this will work for my business. That's not necessarily true. You need that feedback to work out where are people coming from, how do they get there and then you can use that to scale your business through your that that's that's the first form of marketing that you should be doing is what's already working lean into that more so than anything next up is content marketing how you can do this is Kyle could have done some content marketing to get affiliates but we did it a different way we did some we did some outreach and and found them but if you if you have worked out that your people are finding your software your tool your membership through content marketing then work out what is the best content that you're putting out there and on what channel and lean into it and do that. Put out excellent content uh, and the goal of this content isn't to make sales. You don't want to make sales just from your content alone. It's excellent and it's a bonus and a massive win if you can make uh, sales from your content. But the goal really is from each piece of content is to get people onto your email list. Uh, and then once they're on your email list, then you can start to build a relationship with them and sell to them. Now, opposite to this is what most people try to do is sell to people straight away, usually typically off an ad through direct advertising. And typically, if you own a SaaS business or a membership business, people won't, if they've just found out about you and they've made the quick impulse decision to purchase and become a member, usually they're not going to stay as long because they don't have a relationship with your tool, with your brand, uh, with your membership yet. Uh, or, or your business, I should say. So usually, once you've built a relationship through content marketing, through your content, and also through your content via emails, then usually the decision for people to make to join your membership or to become, you know, start using your tool is a logical decision and they've put some thought into it over time and they have an impulse purchased just because there's been a sale. They join because it's the, it's the next logical step in their progression after discovering you and wanting to get a result with what they're trying to do in their, in their life. So that's really important to understand is don't just direct sell to people as soon as possible. You want to make sure that you're building a relationship and that's what content marketing is all about and getting people onto your email list. Then once you've worked out how that actually works uh, and you can work out which pieces of content are the best, then you can do some remarketing to people that have consumed some of your content and put more content in front of them or ads in front of them if you want to. Now that's getting a bit more very direct, asking for sales right away. You're gonna to have to test and experiment this, but I'm not discluding marketing in itself, but you really do wanna work with what you've already got because that's the best way to grow a business in my opinion, is to be able to work out how you can listen to the business because the business is telling you what you need to do to be able to get the results that you want to grow it. So listen to your business, tune into it. The more you can do that, uh, the better business owner you're going to be, the better service you're going to have, and the better, um, the, the more you're going to be able to grow your business. Next is sort of like marketing, but basically it's adding tiers, adding additional products to your business. What I mean by this is some people may join your SaaS tool as uh, a beginner, and maybe they need to move through the ranks to open up 
more tools as they grow their business. So you wanna have different, you can have different tiers in your SaaS product or your membership, or you can have additional products where they can buy one-time product that they can bolt on or one-time training that they can use as well. Now, you only wanna be putting out these products not just to make a bunch of more money and sell more things and increase your average order value, which is the goal, but you only wanna be putting out products that are gonna be valuable that get people results because you don't want people to purchase those products and not get results and not like it and have to refund them and it's just gonna cause you more admin tasks and work than you essentially want. So make sure that each product and each tier is relevant to where people are at in their journey and relevant to what they need in order to get a result in their life as well. So there you go. There's three ways that you can scale, but don't leave yet. Don't leave the podcast yet because I have a bonus. Those top three are very, very, very important. Next, once you've got those things in place, the bonus is to automate. Automating your business is, I have found, one of the best ways to be able to grow your business. And you're gonna find out why very, very shortly. So how do you automate? First, take tasks off your plate by creating a SOP. And when you create an SOP, then you can hire somebody to run it, right? Or you can hire somebody who's an expert at that particular task, they can bring their own SOP and run that for you and just take it completely off your hands. The goal here is to take work off your plate so you have more time. And I'll tell you what you need to do with your time very, very shortly. Also, people are not the only only way to automate your business. You can use AI and different software and tools that can help you automate parts of your business or a big chunk of your business. Sometimes these tools aren't all the way there yet, for example, people wanting to create content with AI content creation services, you're still going to need people to make sure the content's good. So, you know, weigh up your your cost uh, versus results ratio uh, and see what ROI you're going to get from that. Maybe it's worth having those tools, maybe it's not, but test that out if it's if it's a thing for you. Yeah, because managing people, it's not always the funnest thing in business. Now, once you know how to automate things, whether it's through AI or through people or whatever it is, what's the real goal of automating? It's to get more time on your side. And this is the best way to grow any business is to have time to think about more strategic moves that you can make that can make a far bigger impact and increase of on ROI in your business. Now I'm not th- I'm not telling you to go away and have more time so you can go away and you know go through more courses and listen to more things and get confused about how you can grow your business through all these other channels and other means and other routes. Uh, it's this thinking time can really allow you to sink in to your business, lean into listen to it more, learn from it more to help you then make the decisions based on the data that you're getting from your business. So use your business as a tool. Your business is not just a tool for you to make money and to serve clients uh, and to give a lifestyle, but you can use the business as a tool to grow your business as well. So that's a one really important takeaway. So the more you can get off your plate, the more you can listen to your business, lean into it, use it as a tool to help you grow your business. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you got a lot of value from this episode. For people that are thinking about, hmm, I, you know, I want to grow my business, and maybe some of these philosophies that I've shared today have, you know, p- pricked your ears up a little bit. And it doesn't doesn't matter whether you own a SaaS business, a membership business, or content, or e-commerce. I've owned multiple different types of businesses. All of these different types of businesses, in fact, have helped scale many of these businesses as well. So you're thinking that maybe you want some help from me in 
looking at your business, uh, maybe working with me. Uh, but if you're open to a discussion, having a chat about it, you can reach out to me uh, via email or you can check out buyingonlinebusinesses.co forward slash inner circle, which is how I help people through some masterminding one-on-one coaching as well. So if you're interested in that, check that out. All the best. I hope you got a lot from it and I'll speak to you very soon, guys. Bye.